inventory management has been a really heated topic so much that the comments that are being left on my channel right now are actually worth a video in themselves. Um, I've got a few questions that people are asking me that I'm gonna go shoot, um, actually respond to in this video. My name is Steven Pope and I'm the founder of My Amazon Guy. And if you've got a question, leave a comment. This first question comes from Adam. He's, and this is in response to my video on the CNBC um, story that quoted me on all the inventory management woes. Very good article. I actually just go ahead and I just read it uh, in a 13 minute video. Check that one out. Adam asks, great video. Could really use your advice on my current problem revolving around this max inventory limit. Not sure which approach I should take. I have 1200 units manufactured and ready to be shipped into China. Um, from China to Amazon. Recently, my max inventory limit took a major hit. I can now only send in about 500 units. Unfortunately, when I informed my supplier of this, my shipping costs increased significantly and I now have a few options to weigh out. I really love this question because it, it really, in, um, it's a state of affairs in like one question, right? So he's got a few options that he talks through and I'm gonna give you my response on like which one I think is the, the thing to do. So. Uh, option one, have my supplier hold all 1,200 units free of charge and pray, keyword pray there, Amazon lifts the max inventory limits in January of 2021. Who knows if this will ever happen? So <clears throat> my response is this option is the riskiest option, and that's because anytime you hold and delay, you have no idea what's going to happen, right? So you're punting, essentially. You're taking inaction as your action. And in the current state of affairs, inaction is a bad idea. And that's because we don't know what next month will come and do. We have literally zero prediction ability right now. I think Amazon's gonna wait till February to lift their restrictions. The reason I think that is because if I was Amazon right now, and I'm just like, whoa, for the last eight months, we've just been overwhelmed and haven't been able to do any maintenance come January. I'm just going to do all of that maintenance that was built up that I couldn't get to and just hold the line on restrictions another month. That's what I would do if I was Amazon. So that's why I think holding is the mistake. Imagine holding into January, you tell your supplier to ship and oh, wait, oh, wait, it's the Chinese holiday in February where literally everything shuts down for several weeks if you do that, then you're shipping in March. You've been out of stock since December. Uh, you're lucky to be live by May. You get the idea how this exasperates and chain reaction of supply chain management breakdown. I have been very vocal that I believe that the supply chain management, the concept of just-in-time supply chain management is dead. I do not think you can rely upon just-in-time anymore, at least not for the next two years. So option two, Ship entire shipments to a nearby 3PL and drop ship units into Amazon. Relatively expensive and affects my already slim margins. So first problem, if you've got slim margins, you probably need to raise your prices. And uh, if you can't raise your prices, that means you're in a product that's too competitive and you're probably in the wrong product. That aside, I believe this is the best option. And that's because it gives you the most flexibility. In times of uncertainty, flexibility is worth the cost that it involves. 
And uh, of the options, it's the most flexible and it's the most dependable. You know that the items are gonna be in your control and you can do with those items what you please. Now imagine all of your competition stocks out in February and you, because you chose the flexible option, you go live with the inventory and you sell at a premium price and you actually make more money. Flexibility allows for opportunities like that. Option three, send smaller quantities shipments into Amazon directly from China. Problem here is I'll run out of inventory. That's bad. Between every shipment and we'll have to pay more. That's bad. To re-rank with PPC and pay higher shipping costs from China to smaller shipments. So I don't like this option and I prefer option two, shipping everything into a 3PL and controlling it. And the reason I don't like this option is because it's got all of the bad of option one and none of the benefits of option two. So... <clears throat> You, you could go that route, but then you're going to have more costs from all the times you're shipping. You're going to have to pay um, customs multiple times and whatever the port. I, I forget all the names of all these things you got to do, but basically every time you go through port, you pay a fee. Um, so it, 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 adds, it adds to um, those costs greatly. So that was our first question. Our second question on this video is, do you recommend FBM or FBA, especially at this moment? So uh, first of all, the new SKU restrictions um, lowered from 200 down to either 100 to 150. I've seen reports of both. And items that were selling like 1,000 units in seven days can only ship in like 100 units right now. So like it is worst case scenario everywhere you possibly can imagine. So my recommendation is fulfilled by merchant right now is where it's at until end of December potentially into January, you need to be prepared to have merchant fulfilled shipping if all possible. Um, I think things will be completely back to normal by February, but that's a guess, right? That's the prediction that doesn't guarantee results. Um, so I would, I would definitely make sure you have FBA up. I just would also make sure you have FBM available. Um, all right, so I'm going to go over to another question. This was on my drastic decreased inventory question video, which I published on Monday. Um, also, same uh, type of questions I'm getting. So, hi, this is, does this impact new seller listings? The answer to that is yes. All SKUs are impacted by the lower reductions. Um, every single SKU, even good sellers, are negatively impacted right now. Um, so Brett says, yep, seeing same thing here on some products on the flip side, though, I just launched a new product in Q4. It's doing well. I noticed recently they already allow me more than three months to ship in already. Um, I don't know if you checked that, Brett, in the last 48 hours, but it may have changed since then. I would double check it for sure. Um, and then uh, Lisa writes, hi, Stephen. Yes, totally agree. All my SKUs have been limited to FBA 150 units, crazy small amounts uh, when I'm selling well over that per month. So another case example of FBA running out of space. Harry Joyner, uh, best e-commerce recruiter in the country, uh, close friend of mine in the Atlanta area. And he uh, made a really large LinkedIn post on Monday when we did our, our uh, podcast with Sajaj um, Arjwal, and I probably just messed his name up, sorry. And, and so they run a company that did uh, inspections. And, and it's the most interesting video I've ever done with somebody with on boots on the ground understanding of like what is going on in China. Fraud, bribery, you name it. Um, and so Harry gives us a shout out here. He says, after seeing several plants produce our proprietary product in the 1990s, we adjusted our product cost to model to reflect the fact that our suppliers were deliberately adding sodium 
tripolyphocytes, I butchered that, to our IQF Pollock fillet portions to make the product retain water and weigh more, thereby increasing our cost. Initially, we thought we were paying $1.50 for a pound of fish. In reality, we were paying $1.50 for 13 ounces of fish and 3 ounces of water. For folks who don't know what that's like to source from China, here's an analogy. Put your hand into a bucket of water. Now take your hand out of the bucket of water. Things snap back to the way they were just before you got there. And his analogy is like you do your inspection and you leave. Even if you visit the manufacturing plant yourself, no matter what you agreed to while you were there, they go back to the bad actions following your uh, departure. Seven years, 92 to 99 of international trade involving 14 countries taught me two things. Number one, new overseas suppliers won't do what you expect. They'll do what you inspect, trust, but verify. That, um, that statement, by the way, is really good HR and management of employee advice as well. Um, and I know this because I have 30 employees. What we inspect is respected by employees. So good tip regardless of how you implement it. Number two, eventually you can manage your suppliers less aggressively to the extent that you have a personal relationship with them IRL. All right, so I thought that was a really, um, really interesting interview. You guys are welcome to add your comments. Go, I'll put links into that interview as well. Uh, most of my videos, they don't get a high view count, and, and uh, I'm still trying to wrap my head around that. Um, but we put out good content consistently. Um, I think part of my challenge is, is that like I have so many different topics that I cover. So like sometimes I'm doing news, sometimes I'm doing uh, tactics, and sometimes I'm doing strategy, and I'm testing out this inspirational video content right now. Um, I, I don't have one voice. I got lots of voices and it's basically whatever it takes to grow sales on Amazon. That is my voice, right? And so sometimes you got to know like where Amazon is going. Other times you need to know, um, where, uh, how to, how to functionally, um, do a very specific tax task, like uh, setting up taxes, doing your brand registry, filing trademarks, whatever it might be like, um, so you know, if you subscribe and you're getting inundated with, with my feed with all of these different topics, I, I get it. It's a lot of content and not every video is going to be relevant to you. Uh, but by and large, the general message of the approach will be. Um, so I'm trying to wrap my head around that. We'll see what happens, but leave a comment. Uh, maybe I'll cover your comments in an in-depth video like we did today and give some color and understanding to it. Uh, if you have particular content you want more of, please let me know. I do read every single comment as proof. I just did videos on some of the top comments in the last five hours. Uh, if you need any Amazon consulting or an agency to run things for you, go to myamazonguy.com. We can grow your sales in every which way you want. Let's say you're not ready to hire a full agency. Check out our available coaching on demand. Uh, same day of appointments often available. Um, go to myamazonguy.com. Click on the book a coaching call. Thanks for watching. I appreciate it. My name is Stephen Pope and I'm the founder of My Amazon Guy.